and welcome to the Over Under Achievers. I'm one of your host, Knox McCoy. I'm not dead. I'm here. I'm recording. And joining me as always, he's been suffering from the hiccups for a year. It's Jason Waterfalls. Buddy, is that true? A year? Is that the Bo Jackson story? That's the Bo Jackson news story. And that was one of the most harrowing things I've ever heard in my life. You know, as someone who I've not been in like the most idealistic health situation recently, I would take what I've been dealing with over having the hiccups for a year because I cannot deal with the hiccups. What's the actual story? He literally has been hiccuping all day and all night for a year. Evidently it's like a uh, a physiological phenomenon. Some people have to deal with like one guy I read had has had it for 68 years. And I'm just telling you, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just not going to do that for 68 years because I get irrationally angry when I have the hiccups and it's really frustrating. And I make it to where like no one can speak to me because I have to deal with this one thing. So I can't, I can't imagine going through like a year. What's your, what's your method to get rid of them? Do you want to guess what it is? I would assume it has something, the hold your breath, pull on your ears and have water in your mouth method for you. Now I don't pull my ears. I don't know. I didn't know. Maybe that's what's holding me back, honestly. So I appreciate that note. Um, I do the seven sips, seven sips and like gulps of water. That's always my first go-to. And then if that doesn't work, I aggressively hold my breath. Okay. Like this is a whole <laughs> body situation. Clear the room, get the dogs out of here, Ashley. I got to hold my breath for a second. And that usually, that usually takes the top off. The number one thing that I do when other people get hiccups is the distraction technique. If you can mm. distract somebody fully from their hiccups, they will go away. Now, I, I, I prefer the scare tactic. Um, but I, yeah, okay. I did that once and, uh, Ash slapped me cause she was like <laughs> scared. So, uh, I haven't done that since, you know, I scare my kids all the time and my, uh, wife less and less, uh, because of that same thing. She does not enjoy it. However, now my kids have started scaring me and oh, I'm not here for that. And no, I know. So I had to stop scaring them because I was like, gotta set the tone here. And I don't think it's very fair that I do I can do it to them and they can't do it to me. But little man has got me a few times and I I was legit. This is not like the dark of night and hiding around a corner. This yeah. is just daytime and I had no idea he was around the corner and just freaking leveled me. And I was like, buddy, we can't do this anymore. I might just punch you. Like your old dad's gonna, getting a little old. <laughs> uh, the heart can't take it. <laughs> but it's gonna be fight. Like my response in being scared is fight, not flight. So I like Okay. I clinch up as opposed to jumping back. See, I wanted to ask, are you a screamer or a flailer? Um, because I think I'm a flailer. I'm, well, I'm a, a flailer. I'm like a, I'll do like, you know how dogs like do the piano move when they're ready to play? That's like, I do the piano move. Like, I'm like, what's up? I, man, this is going to sound super arrogant. going to say it anyway. I feel like if my kids are trying to scare me, I would know. I just, and that's not as much about me being like, you know, green beret or anything. It's just my, my kids, I don't think they're subtle you know, physically subtle. I think they're very physically obvious is, is, is what I would say. You're saying that you, okay. See, it is arrogant because it's I not, thought this, it's not, it's not because I said, it's not about me. It's about my kids. See, you see how you turn it around and you're like, I'm actually that great. It's just my kids are very obvious. That's what that's about. I mean, you prefaced it with this may seem arrogant and it did. It did. I'm not saying it I don't, is. I don't okay. want it to, I, I don't I, want I, it. I've, I've stepped down one step. I'm not saying it is. I'm agreeing with you that it seemed that way. I feel like we're sure. I feel like we're on the same page now. Yeah. Is, is that also, better or worse than me saying I could go yard on a 12-year-old all-star uh, <laughs> uh, pitcher in the Little World Series? Because I still think about that. I still think. It would just be I, a yard sale. I think you can. Every pitch, I don't know. But I definitely think you're capable of it. I also had that seeming arrogance of these kids cannot scare me. I know where they are. Right. It's weird, man. They can turn on quiet feet when they want to. Oh, see, my, my oldest daughter can, uh, the other two can't, they just, they, they walk like Shreks. Um, so she's the only <laughs> one capable of it. Uh, cause she'd do the thing when she was younger, where she'd come downstairs after bedtime and like, I'd open the fridge door, get a drink and I'd close it and she'd be standing right there. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> you can't do that. Yep. Do you, I, man, I was watching the, the Lakers Warriors last night and I was like, could I do anything? Could I, could I achieve a stat on this court? Over the course of an entire game, if I was able to play the entire game. So you play and 40 I, minutes out of the 48. Four, one of the starting five with professional level athletes. Could I grab a rebound? Could I make a pass that leads to a, a basket? Could I make a shot? My takeaway was no. I can't. And I wouldn't even sniff it. You know what I mean? Wouldn't even sniff it. My, my takeaway is a guarantee 
I would have you. <laughs> I would have a number on the board, just like a just like a wet jumper, or like you're hitting. No, 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 no points. I doubt it's going to be a point, but <laughs> there's going to be a, a a brick by somebody, and it goes yeah. to where I shouldn't be standing on accident. Sure, sure. I'm going to get the ball and immediately, you know, I'm, I'm a throughput. I'm a through point. Like okay. uh, somebody passes yeah. me the ball and I just get rid of it immediately. And then a shot gets Don't made. Don't play to Boom, me, play through me. Jamie Tart Assi- kind of guy. You're saying you'd assist. be like Jamie Tart in a, in a yeah. professional game. Basically. A pass, a bad pass by the other team hits off the other, the, their teammates hip and I pick it up. Boom. Steal. So you'd have to live at the end of the quarters when like it's a Hail Mary shot and you can maybe grab a rebound before the clock goes out. I was just like, this is just so physically impressive. And I, I have no business being here. You Do you want to know the, the bigger part here? Hmm. I don't, would I be alive after playing 40 minutes in an NBA game? That's, that a, would that's be, a, actually a better question. Could you finish the game? I, um, I don't think so. I think I've got to get that stat in like the first 12 minutes. I, I think in the first 12 minutes, I'd be, my lungs would be making that wheezy noise. Yes. You know, when you've, when you've run too much and it's just like, are you, are you good, bro? Are you good? And I would not be good, man. I would not I, be good. I think I'm going to be the first defensive cherry picker. Like I just stayed down on defense the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even risk going to the other side of the court because then I have to risk coming back. You're like, I'm deep free safety. Got it, guys. I'm here. It. Like, don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh, well, this is good. I was going to ask you your feelings about Black Cleopatra, but uh, we probably don't have time. We probably just need to keep moving. Um, just so, uh, you know, just I so don't even know, know what that means. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I just want to say the, 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 uh, what's the, the momentary controversy just to see like what you'll say to it. People are mad. I think Netflix has a Cleopatra show and they're like, Cleopatra was a black, you've got to respect Cleopatra. And it's like, guys, what are we getting mad at? And like, there is some evidence that maybe she was black. She's definitely not Egyptian because she's a hundred percent, not a hundred percent. She's definitely Greek, but people are just upset because I guess they want a white Cleopatra. Um, so this thing people are getting angry about, but, um, you know, I just, I didn't want to assume your anger. I wanted to give you the floor if you, if you had like a soliloquy on. I'm uh, open. Yeah. I'm open for all of it, to be honest. Like just make the writing good, make the directing good. I mean, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Just make the acting good. I, I, I don't, the, the color of the skin does not affect me. In, I know. Like, unless I, it needs I, to play into the writing. I've started watching Dave. Man, have we talked about this? Did we talk no. about this? Oh my gosh. I started watching Dave too. And I got recommended like, Dave by not my brother. Just, just okay. to be clear, he definitely recommended yeah. it to me several okay. times. But you know, I'm just like positive. I'm reverse positive gaslighting him. That's so good. I don't remember who originally recommended Dave to me. I should have watched it sooner. This is a show made for me. They, he has a freaking Andrew Santino. Is that the right name, Andrew Santino? No idea. Uh, the manager, Mike. Uh, oh, he's, he's on the uh, po- podcast with Bobby Lee, the ginger. Uh, I, again, I don't, I don't know. Is he, is he redheaded? I don't, I don't see or stuff ju- like that. I'm sorry. The ginger American, uh, that guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Th- that he takes a bath with. Like, honestly, it's such a weird show on <laughs> It is <laughs> so weird. Have you- episode two almost broke me because that's a tough, that's a tough hang. Okay. Which part? That's a real tough hang. Uh, the sex doll, uh, episode. Oh yeah. That's, it's not that, fun. It's, it's not fun. It's not fun. But let me tell you what is fun. Okay. When, when they are in the bathtub together and they had okay. already referenced that he cleans the acne and he works on the acne on Dave's back. They'd already right. referenced it. Okay. Yeah. They were literally in a bathtub together and the absolute, this is incredible, incredible writing is that he has a yellow notepad mm-hmm, that he mm-hmm. is, that he is taking notes on his different mixtures of things that they are working on together. And it's not really, they don't spend time with it. So no. it's just there, you know what I mean? And there's restraint in that creative decision. And I appreciate it. I do. I feel like Barry has a lot of creative restraint. Not everybody's loving this season. I'm actually really loving this season. But I think that Barry has had times, especially with NoHo Hank over the seasons, oh my to gosh. go way further in than, than, we, well, than we should. And, and I, I see a lot of that creative restraint on, on Dave. Listen to me. If you're listening right now and you're one of those a-holes, I'm, I was about to use strong language, but I'm not. I'm not. This is a family podcast. And you're saying Barry, you're out in the street saying that Barry's not good. I will defy you to go rewatch the sequence where Noho Hank has a gang meeting at Dave and Buster's and ask you, are you seeing anything better anywhere else on TV? Because you are not. You are not. That is incredible. They had calamari, they had fried calamari, and it was just a nice vibe. I, I, listen, they had a the private most... room. They started in a public table and went to a private room once they could. They had the private room set up for if 
they can come mm-hmm. if they can come together, the two sides. Yeah. That's, that's that just, it's just great the camera work great going around and them them like missing when crystal ball and, had to catch up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen Bear- i didn't mean this to be a, like a berry recap but um the, in the most recent when bill Hader's care when barry learns that uh abraham lincoln might have to get canceled like <laughs> <Yeah>. that's a- <laughs> wow like what a moment honestly kids, and he shows his kid those those youtube videos <laughs> this is why you don't want to play baseball pal Kid dies at Little League game. Unbelievable. But that yellow honestly. notepad in Dave, I think about every single day since, what, three days ago when I started Dave season one? I think about Gata every single day. Every single day of my life, I think Dude, of him. What a and I wish character. I had a friend like that. Yeah. Like, just what an incredible person. Um, okay. That was a long intro, but that's fine. Because that, like, that's good stuff. And, you know, Go that's watch partially Dave my fault. Yeah. It's on FX. Let's be very clear. There's sex doll stuff. Oh. This, is, this is not... A kid-friendly show. It is I, I almost several levels say, above that. So there is, man, this might be like, this might need to be like an episode on the podcast, but there are no fly zones, you know, with certain shows where it's like the episode is such a rough hang that it almost ruins you for the show. And uh, one of those is like Outlander, the finale of season one, that's a no fly zone where I warn people, don't do it because it's going to change your life in a bad way. Dave, season one, episode two might be a no fly zone. Because they go so hard in the paint about um, testicles and penis shape and sex dolls. And honestly, where it really broke me was when they got into the minutia of how to clean a sex doll. I really didn't love that. I really didn't love that, man. You know what I mean? There's there's several parts that I don't really love. Mm-hmm. But it all works. It has to be there to create yeah. the, 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 the entity that Dave and these characters are. It's good. It's just good stuff. It's just good stuff. Um, but, uh, so I, I appreciate everybody's indulgence and I appreciate everybody's indulgence in, uh, us missing last week. That was my fault. Um, just a little under the weather dealing with some stuff, um, but got a handle on it. So we're good to go now. Shouldn't be any more, uh, missed weeks. Um, but beyond all that, Jason, what's good, man? How are you? You know, I'm going to use this time to just back up that I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're feeling better. It was not fun. It was, um, it was, it was hard on me to be honest. I mean, Mm. like as a team, some people said harder on you. Honestly, I've heard that. You know, I've, wow. I mean, I, I appreciate the condolences, but, mm-hmm. um, no, just glad you're back. I'm going to use my Jason. What's good. How are you to say? I'm glad you're here. Glad to be here, buddy. Glad to be here. Um, I'm, I'm acting like it was like terminal and you came back. No, you just felt really, really bad for a really, really long time. Yeah. So man, it's, uh, it was, um, yeah, just uh, like we were talking before we started recording, I don't handle nausea and throwing up well. Um, and I talked about on the podcast, I'm a very dramatic vomiter. So, um, I, you know how I think the real victim here was probably Ashley sharing a house with me and just being like, a, you're worthless as a, as a partner. Um, so that's kind of not fun because there's nothing worse than when your partner is sick, but they're still present because yeah. you're just like, God, you are just not worth anything right now. Are you? <laughs> I don't want to help you because I need you helping me even 3% right now. Yeah, yeah. So have a to have like a vomit palooza with a COVID back to back. I've really uh, maxed her out. Um, but uh, but yeah, but to also hear the the dramatic vomiting was uh, was tough for her. So, but we're good. We're we're cruising. We're moving on. Um, so let's go. Let's do some over under reactions. I want to ask you: um, Are you overreacting or underreacting to what is going on with Kevin Costner right now? And as a recap, um, not only is he uh, we don't know if it's unceremoniously or ceremoniously leaving Yellowstone, but he is leaving Yellowstone, but he's also in the middle of getting a divorce. Uh, some people are calling this a Costner Mageddon, you know, and maybe those people are just you and I, but um, uh, how are you feeling about this right now? I'm trying to figure out what their true next step is going to be because he's, he's saying that like they, he'll come to a set to record for like a total of X hours or X days to finish out this entire season. And then they're talking about, they're going to, kill him off right right and right. maybe it's the cancer or whatever he had in season one that was miraculously healed by a uh vet like a like a vet like a veterinarian a vet? was like take this supplement man, I, was, bro. I almost kept saying veteran veterinarian oh my gosh man if you if like you guys get uh a pet and you take it to a vet and that vet was a veteran like you're 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 done you're, you're vet, done a vet vet a veteran veterinarian Chartain. like you're never going to be able to say that you know vet vet i just can we just write him off the show? Would it be bad? 
but I kind of love yes. him. I don't I don't know. I'm so torn here because it's super annoying. But Matthew McConaughey is going to come in and we get to keep the other characters? Like, yeah. I can't. How is Matthew McConaughey and Rip going to work together? Oh, beautifully. Oh, beautifully. let's hear about it. Let's hear about it. I have, look, I think this is, and part of it is, I don't know, is, um, is this Kevin Costner? You know, like, it's the old justified quote that I've said a billion times in the podcast. You wake up in the morning, you run into asshole, you ran into asshole, you run into assholes all day. You're actually asshole. Is he the problem or is it everything else? Because he's uh, leaving the show. He's getting a divorce. Are those independent things? Or are those connected? I unfortunately read a report in Us Weekly um, that was summarizing the, the divorce. And it was acting like him being on the show was the problem because he never wanted to be on the show. He only wanted to be in that like first season and be killed off. But he reluctantly like agreed to keep going. And that's the tension of like him with Taylor Sheridan. Also, how many kids do you think Kevin Costner has? Over under five and a half. Oh, my gosh. I'm gonna have to take over. It feels like you're setting seven. up a big number. Oh my god! Seven between three women. That's a lot of kids, man. And he's an old guy. Um, did so, you see uh, Bobby De Niro just had another kid at age? I did. And one it, million. It, it was like it news to him almost. He was like, <laughs> it doesn't get easier. I'm like, which part, my man? Like, what you? <laughs> it's a tough reaction. But I think beyond all that, too, he's also going to be replaced by Matthew McConaughey, who I feel like has been waiting his whole life for a role like this. And he's going to make the show so much more fun, I think. Do we have do we need to pivot Matthew McConaughey's new show to the Texas of it all for Yellowstone? Are we going to Costner fit in great in Montana? Mm-hmm. I, f- mm-hmm. I have a little hesitation, reservation about Matthew McConaughey in Montana. Doesn't this set up perfectly for this to be some version of Matthew McConaughey in Texas by Taylor Sheridan? It does, but I don't know how you get everybody there. I don't know how you put – I don't know how you do like Say by the Bell like when they were uh, working at the Malibu for a season – like for the summer, you know? Like how do you transport Beth and Rip and everybody? And what are you going to do with all those dead bodies on the ranch, you know, lands or over that like overpass uh, spot where Rip dumps all the bodies? I don't know. So it feels like he's going to have to slide in, but I think it's – I think it's going to feel weird if he's at that ranch and John's not there. But I do think that's my point. And that it, it's interesting to read some of the news reports is, um, is uh, a lot of the conflict is how is he going to be written off the show? And Kevin Costner's like, don't, I don't want you to punk me. And Taylor Sheridan clearly is like, you've been a thorn in my side for a while and I'm going to have to take this out on you. So I don't know how they're going to reach an impasse. I vote for like the, uh, was it George on Grey's Anatomy? Who, famously feuded with Shonda Rhimes. So she wrote him off like you got hit by a bus and we didn't recognize you at the end. And like, that's how you went off the show. It I was, uh, like Patrick, like that it was Patrick done. Dempsey. No, he got hit by, he car. went off like that too. But I think, um, Izzy, Izzy went off kind of like a punk because she feuded with Shonda Rhimes, but also, um, George, what was George's last name? Um, Fisher. I don't know. I'm getting all the Fisher Knight, TR Knight, TR Knight. TR Knight. I don't know. If, is that right? Okay. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know, man, but I, I think, I think that the show's going to be in a better place without Kevin Costner weighing it down. And I'm interested to see what Taylor Sheridan does with not only John Dutton, but also the new direction of the show. You know, I, I think I'm hopeful. I think that, that the, I'm hopeful that the show will be in a good place. This is going to be a hard transition. This is a lot of pressure on Taylor Sheridan. I, I feel yeah. like because John on that ranch as Kevin Costner is John on that ranch, it just works and rip like the pieces around him work together. And I don't know. It's the best show of all time. Spoiler: It's not. But I just love. It's almost like a guilty pleasure show in a way. When Beth does something wild, or Rip does something, you know, you know, plays the the the, the straight man, but it's still just incredible at it. But it's. Uh, I'm just going in circles. But no, Matthew McConaughey right. is just going to move into that house and keep the ranch, like. But if, if it, in a lot of ways, did you ever watch Scandal with um, uh, no. Olivia Pope? I can't remember her name. It, it feels like Masculine Scandal right now. And But the thing is, Olivia Pope never left. It would be like if Olivia Pope left and they brought in someone else. So I, th- it's gonna, I mean, this is a super hot take. It's going to be tricky. But I think it's ultimately going to be for the best um, just because I think he grounded down to such a halt, you know? And I feel like the, the characters need to bounce off somebody else around him. I think the the more interesting thing is this might be the last we ever see of Kevin Costner because he doesn't seem super interested in like 
doing a victory lap around Hollywood or like doing more stuff. And I think the only things he's booked to do are like, look at Yellowstone, the park, look at America. His like, and I'm probably show, voicing over Fox. this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know that he's interested to be back in the mix. Um, well, we'll keep moving here. I want to ask you, this might seem random, but there's a reason for it. Uh, are you overreacting or underreacting to uh, meatballs? Just like the idea of meatballs, like the food, the meal. Yeah, I saw this in the rundown. I'm not going to say anything else until you tell me why it's kind of relevant. Because I feel like anything I'm about to say is going to get turned against me. No, you have uh, uh, Scouts Honor. Um, uh, it's not going to get turned against you. It is, um, I, I, I won't spoil it, but it's like uh, there's a show I'm watching. Where, you know, like on, on TV, even reality TV, they don't really show you food, you know, like you are places with characters and they are eating something, but you don't really know what they're eating and why. Um, and there's a show I'm watching and there's a character and her like go to meal is meatballs. And I just thought that was so strange. That was so interesting. So I wanted there's a uh, not spaghetti uh, and meatballs, not spaghetti and meatballs Two freaking boulder sized meatballs on a plate she orders at a bar and i just wanted to get a sense first of like is that something you have done or would do yes and and or how do you feel about meatballs as like the plate versus meatballs as like a a part of a dish or a meal i'm okay with it uh there's an italian restaurant that we go to here in town and you can get a giant meatball and i think it's got cheese in there you know melt or you know in there and then you cut it up and it's melted and all everything but there's no noodles it's just a giant giant meatball and then you think about ikea and you've got meatballs that are very famous from ikea and you go and you just we just went there the other day and we got a plate of meatballs so i'm gonna have to say i'm on board for this i i mean uh, you know in theory just on paper like i like a protein so like just an orb of protein that's flavored some way sounds great, but the way the show uses these meatballs, it's really, it, but also I've kind of got some baggage. Like I do like them as a compliment to pasta, but like if you're going to Subway and you're getting a meatball sub, I feel like that's an insane move. That's a crazy move. Wait, 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 wait. That's the best sub there. No, sorry. It can't be like, this isn't a bit right. Like you're, do you, you go and like you get the meatball sub? I can't be clear. I don't go to Subway at all anymore. Okay. Wow. Wow. I see what you did there. I am, I am fully against Subway. I just don't think it tastes good. Now, I have not been back since they started paying every celebrity athlete on the planet to be in their wow. commercials. They really did, didn't they? Oh, my gosh. Like, the list just keeps going, and there's a new commercial, and then there's somebody else in there, and it's just like, it's unbelievable. You know why they're doing that? No. Because they're trying to push down Jared Fogel. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. they're like, if you're searching for who's pitched for Subway – you got to scroll like 40 pages to get to Jared now because they, yeah, just but really- how much money did that cost? You know, but yeah, absolutely. On that part, I, uh, I, I do understand that the best sub at Subway is the meatball sub. No, you can't put a ball between two slices of flat bread and expect to have a good, uh, it's about and coverage. Cheese. Sandwich is about coverage. It's about layers, appropriate layers that are matched evenly together and about flavor coverage. That's what a sandwich is about. And what you you've don't done like any is, variety in your bites in a sandwich. You want it, you want it to be like just completely consistent throughout my, my, my dog. The variety is in the design. That's what it is. It's not in the spatial recognition of the sandwich. You've, it's got, a, in the, you've got a burger or a sandwich. Burgers are sandwiches. So are hot dogs. We're not doing that right now. No. And you've got bacon on it. Uh huh. You want, the same amount of bacon in every bite. Yeah. Then you're not going to have a super bacon bite. And it's not that, that bite's not going to feel special. Sandwiches should be like golf. They keep me coming back because yeah. Are there some bites that are not as good as that one shot that you hit and you just flush it and it's right next to the hole, you know, and that shot keeps you coming back. And then you got a bunch of other bad ones, but it's the, you remember the good one. Yeah. And that's how a sandwich should be. Not completely even. That's just boring. See, I, I'm about I'm about controlling controlling uh, the experience. I guess that's that's how we differ. I just thought, like in terms of functionality, you run such a risk. Like you are really playing with fire, my man, because that meatball might roll right out of that piece of bread, and then what are you left with? Just like two wet pieces of bread, and that's not a good experience either. Yeah, but that's the risk. That's that's what that's what the excitement is. Like, well, I, I don't understand why you're trying to make this boring. Like, I. I <laughs> You're coming off really uh, uh, fart trusty right now. I'm just like, just what? fart and let it rip. You don't know. Maybe you poop fart your pants. Trusty. Maybe you don't. You know? 
Can we get that on some merch? (laughs) Are you sure you're not fart daddy? Fart trusty. Listen, the the show is Fatal Attraction. Um, It's the the remake with Lizzie Kaplan and Josh Jackson. uh, And Pacey? Is it good? Uh, It's, yes. It's, um, I think I'll probably end up greenlighting it. It is entertaining. You know, it's one of those, like, there's been a lot, we've talked about this on the podcast, there's been a lot of conversation about, like, mid shows, you know? Yes. Just, like, it's not succession. But guess what? Not everything can be succession. Yellowstone's not. Yeah, that's a, that's a great example. Yellowstone is very mid. This is like mid plus, I would say. And I really like both of these two characters. But Lizzie Kaplan's character, like she's trying to, um, she knows he goes to this certain bar, but she doesn't know what night. So like every night for a week, she goes and she orders two freaking gigantic meatballs. And I don't know what that's doing to her digestive system. That can't be good, you know. Uh, and she just sits there and looks if at If she him. ordered and, a, a hamburger, you wouldn't say... You don't know what that's doing to her digestive system. You are not, honestly, and this is my fault. You are not probably understanding how big these freaking meatballs are. <laughs> they are like. I'm um, not Googling giant meatballs fatal attraction either. I, I, I'm not asking you to. What's the thing in like the Olympics, like the the lead ball that you spin around and throw in track and shot field? Put? Shot put. Thank you. It's like two shot put meatballs on her plate. And she's ordering this for like five nights straight, man. Like that's just, that's a lot of meat. And I'm just like the bartender at a certain point has got to be like, are you good? Like, is everything okay? And it's just like, if you saw someone at a bar five nights a week, order meatballs, would you intervene? I feel like you would. You'd have to say something. What am I eating five nights in a row at a bar? Variety. You know, all this, (laughs) the variety you like to talk about, you know, just like spicing (laughs) it up. I just, I think in terms of meals, they're like, I think meatballs want to be just in similar, like, but they're more JC Chazé. Like they, they exist to be a component, not the main attraction. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, Thank can you. We, can Thank we, you for that J.C. Chazé reference, by the way. You're welcome. You're welcome. F- fan hope, of his. Do you think he is upset that it feels like of like the survivors of the boy band wars? You know, you have like the uh, the, the 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 main players. Like, well, you don't really have the main players. Probably, it just feels like it's Justin Timberlake. Yeah, it's Justin Timberlake and everybody else. And then like there's at the bottom is everybody else, but Lance Bass is kind of eking his way into some kind of notoriety as like not no, the boy band member. That, that's, that's true. Let's think about it. It's if we're just talking, well, are we including 98 degrees in here or not? Cause Nicholas Shea's up there as well, man, as far as I relevancy, think, yeah. but it's Justin Timberlake. I think we have top. to, I do the think next we have level to. is like Lance Bass and Nicholas Shea. Then the mm-hmm. next level is Joey Fatone by himself. Yeah. And then I think it's everybody else. That's a good call with Joey Fatone because he, man, on Disney Channel, he really ate for a minute. Like he really had like a lot of work. But JC Chazé, I don't think he's like, he's elevated like I thought he should have. He had a couple of singles that I liked there for a minute. I think he just, this could be completely wrong. I think he's just a happy guy with a lot of money and good looks. Mm. And he's just like, ah, there's no point to work this hard. I'm good. I'm I'm good. good. I don't need this. It's like Kevin Costner. I think that's probably what Kevin Costner is trying to do. He's like, I don't need to work. I made Dance with the Wolves, bro. Like, I don't need this. Have you ever watched Dance with the Wolves? <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, it's fine. This, this episode's everywhere. I love it so much. <laughs> we just had a random. We were on a, a lot of takes, boy, man. <laughs> we on a I had a lot of takes bands. in the in the interim. <laughs> we were on a rant about boy bands. Immediate transition. You ever see? Hey, bro. You ever see Dances <laughs> with Wolves? Uh, I I do think we need to revisit power uh, um, uh, uh, boy band power rankings. You know, just like I to, love it. Uh, hey, it. speaking of, mm-hmm. and you were doing levels a minute ago, mm-hmm. and, and, th- and you were saying like a mid plus. Mm-hmm. What if we start rating things based upon the the level of doneness of a steak? Okay, to okay. where medium rare is the best, but well done, which is all the way on the s- raw and and well done. Those are not like the best and the worst. So then the scale like is, is a loop. This is like a Jeremy Baramy type situation. Oh, I like that. Like that's like, uh, um, the diplomat's a little bloody, uh, but it's good. You know, it's good. Uh, but it has some, <laughs> some flat spots, you know, but it's good. I could not be more out on this scale immediately <laughs> after coming up with it <laughs> because of your one. I do not want, I do not want to rate anything good and say it's bloody. Like uh, Platonic, the new Seth Rogen Rose Byrne show that's coming out. I've heard there it's a little pink in the middle, um, but uh, it, so but it's but it's pretty good. Little pink in the middle, but it's pretty good. It's supposed to be pink in the middle. No, this I know that's not, what I mean. This is not going to work. <laughs> this is yeah, I thought I thought you were going to go the sneaker route and abort, be like, those abort. are those are uh, <laughs> the the original Jordan sneakers that he wore, like the first ones. You know, hey Sharts, I'd like to give you some money back. 
Yep. You are, you've earned it back. I did not earn to keep it. Um, are you overreacting or underreacting to the white men can't jump trailer that dropped a couple weeks ago? So I actually was going to talk about Justin Timberlake here. Okay. Naturally before the boy band conversation, I like Jack Harlow. I do. He seems fun. The interaction he had with Emma, Emma Chamberlain. So fun. He got carried by his security people at the Kentucky Derby, so he didn't get his shoes dirty. He's got a real Dave vibe to him. Man of the people. Real man of the people. He cannot act. And this trailer did not help with that. And his acting is exactly like Justin Timberlake's. Okay. This is, uh, I I didn't think of the Justin Timberlake angle because I, I watched the trailer. I don't know. I, this is for no one, but it's just like blatant IP grab. And that's okay. I really enjoyed the original White Man Can't Jump. I probably watched it like two or three years earlier than I should have, you know. Um, I had complicated feelings, feelings about Rosie Perez for a while uh, that I've worked through Agreed. since. Agreed. Especially man, when she showed up in um, Pineapple Express. That's exactly right. And it's like she's a, a, a villain, a terse authority figure, and I'm still attracted. And I'm now realizing in the moment that there is a connective tissue to Jeopardy. And I had like an obsession with Jeopardy. So that's a whole complicated set of uh, things to talk about. But um, we didn't need this. But that doesn't mean we can't like it and it can't be good. Uh, that said, I if this is um, this is close to well done on your scale. It feels close to well done as a movie, yep. even though I really wanted to like it. And I really wanted to like Jack Harlow because I came into this and I talked about it about like I don't get Jack Harlow. That doesn't mean he can't be good. But I, I came away from this trailer being like, man, I feel like a better choice other than Jack Harlow. And this might be actually be really good. You know, this might be actually a really fun secret movie. This movie trailer makes me think about, um, I didn't watch it, but I'm pretty sure that the name of the show is Bel Air on Peacock. Mm-hmm. That's right. The, that, that reboot. Yeah. Those people should have rebooted White Men Can't Jump series or movie. I don't care. And maybe they're behind this because the trailer is actually beautifully shot. Like yeah. the, the colors, the angles, all that stuff. Like I actually really think that it's a well cinematographied movie. And and Jack seems like a fun guy in this role. I'm, I don't think like Justin Timberlake, the acting is not going to be the future, which by the way, can I just ask you, is Jack Harlow a rapper, a singer? What, what, what I don't, do I know any of his songs? What's, I don't. I'm, I assume he is a rapper, but I don't know any of his songs. But I don't know if he is. The, the question, as it comes down to every uh, celebrity, uh, is: Are they good at something that made them famous, or are they good at being famous that let let them do something? And it feels like Jack Harlow is the latter, but I don't know that for sure. I, the, on the upside, this is written by Kenya Barris, who was behind Blackish, um, and a couple other things. So it probably will land well. But you could have talked me into an aging Justin Timberlake playing basketball i don't that would have been fine i don't know jack harlow play basketball i'm assuming he can actually play basketball because he's in that new bounce commercial with Kawhi leonard and they act like they're the same height which i love so much when they do that yeah Um, those little bits i think that's what got him this movie for the record and and i i'll also say that um the 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 other gentleman in the trailer the main the the main character mm -hmm. and i think the name is pronounced cinqua walls Mm -hmm. i think so is absolutely acting Jack Harlow off the screen. And that's another problem because he looks really compelling. Yeah. The, he keeps you in the movie and you're interested in it. He was in, uh, he was in Friday lights. Huh? Um, and he was in shark night as well. Uh, that's the credits I'm seeing for him right now. Um, but then Jack Harlow takes you out of the movie. Cause you're like, what's Jack Harlow talking about? Why is Jack Harlow doing that? So I, I mean, I just have to say if I'm young Sheldon's people, I'm freaking pissed. I'm freaking pissed that I didn't get a call about this, you know? The actor, Young Sheldon, the actor from Young Sheldon, Young Sheldon would have been perfect for this. Absolutely perfect. Can he hoop? No idea. But yeah, I don't need to see him hoop. You know, that's what that's what CGI and editing is for. Fix and post, etc. You know what I mean? You would have cast Matt Saracen. That's what you're saying. <sighs> Listen, Young Sheldon got old. Have you seen him recently? Yeah. Holy lord. <laughs> that's just that's just how that happens. Let's be. This puberty happens. Happens to the Stranger Things kids too. But it's like <laughs> they're still trying to put him in that young kid box. And it's like, yeah. hey, let let my guy be in in the puberty situation. You know. Yeah. The uh, Goldbergs did it with the youngest son and went through that as as well. 
No, yeah, let him go. Yeah, let him go. Um, okay, let me ask this: uh, overreacting or underreacting to me wanting you to help me spend money on the playoffs because I've, I've just got you know uh, made some money from the draft, burn a hole in my pocket, and I just want to do something to just to feel alive, and I don't know where to put that money. So, if you had to, uh, well, let's clarify what you've already said, and then then ask me a question. Uh-huh. You you've asked Andre and I, where should you put your money? And That's my right. answer I was betting like a futures, right? Futures champ. And my answer was on the winners. I have no idea. I also would like to responsibly put some wagers down. I've just not been betting because I have no freaking clue. This is, and this is a compliment to the NBA playoffs to me, a product that I already love has mm-hmm. been extremely good and compelling and all over the place in a good way and, and not just chalk the, this playoff run. I have no clue what a winning bet would be. No clue. Yeah, it's kind of, and that's kind of the fun in it is I think if you if you play your cards right, you can get some really great odds on a winner. I, I'm really just interested in the Nuggets, but I feel like they don't play defense. But it just it's it's one of those years. I feel like every year we come to the end of NBA playoffs, you kind of know the one or two who's going to win. And then it's everybody else. I don't really have that, and I never had that. So I, I don't know where to put my money. I'm thinking about just riding with the Nuggets um, and just seeing what happens. But that's, that's the thing fine. I feel strongest about. I just don't think they're going to win. But then who if do I had, think like, then who do I think going to beat them? Is winning. Celtics. God, man, that coach just that coach. I not know. It. I know. This is what this is what we talked about in the thread. But who is? AD gets hurt. The Lakers don't win, and we, we've seen that every other game. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's currently concussed. Maybe possibly. So it's just like who is it? I, I don't yeah. know. Okay. Okay. This is good. So I think when you're trying to go back to, and this is what, this is how I do well in college football when I, I'm showing restraint is I go back to my fundamentals. What do I know is true? And what I know is true is Jimmy Butler is ridiculous. Okay. So should I just bet on the heat? <laughs> Dude, that's where I was going to. Seriously. I, I just picked up my phone to check. I, I'll make a bet right now that the heat make the finals. I probably believe into in that. that I believe in that more than just about anything. I believe in that. I, I will make a bet that the Celtics head coach will look like Jim Caldwell uh, on the sidelines. because It's Stop just, it. I think Jim Caldwell is a good coach. It's just sometimes you got to know, like, I need to look like I'm thinking about something or trying to do something instead of, like, I, I feel like I'm staring at Vietnam, like the idea and both the action of Vietnam. And that's what Joe Mazzullo does. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on that with you. I'm going to jump on that with you. Um, okay. Overreacting Plus or underreacting. Plus 370. Plus 70, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. I don't know what their matchups with the Sixers have been this year. I don't know if the Sixers just wipe them off the floor. But all we have to do is not have Harden and or Harden or Embiid for a few games, which is very likely to happen. You know why I kind of secretly like James Harden? It's not because he like owns the ball too much, uh, never passes. I like him because he's clearly in shape, but he does not look in shape. You know, it's a very relatable body situation. You just can't get a sense of like, are you out of shape or are you in shape right now? And I respect that in a professional athlete. Good for him. His body is his choice. We've Keep living. That. Keep living. Um, okay. Overreacting or underreacting to, I guess in the summers, I don't know who even puts it on. One of the channels puts on the match where it's TN- two. TNT with capital one. TNT. Okay. Yep. Uh, they, they, they put on the match with two celebrities or two famous athletes or whatever. It's been Tom Brady and Rogers some years, Peyton Manning, I think. Um, this year, they announced that it's going to be Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey versus Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. This is, the, I don't know that this is like the most compelling um, in terms of like the stuff we'll get in the footage, but I like the idea of teammate duos in the match. Who plays the villain and who plays the hero? If you're making this only- poster. Oh, it's Kelsey's got to be the villain. He's got a big villain face. You know, the the skit he did with please don't destroy is like who he will be in Hollywood. You know, just like a <laughs> dirt bag, like has a wine. I'm dying. I'm 69. I'm hat on at all times. Like that's the kind of guy I think Travis Kelsey is not in the, the new Expendables movie. That's a crime. It is a crime. It's a hundred percent a crime. It's really Patrick Mahomes or Steph Curry who honestly feel like different versions of each other. You know, so I don't, I don't know which one I would think. Well, Steph has a much more successful and not creepy brother. So I'll, I'll say Steph's that got is the true. hand there. That is definitely true. Uh, tough look for, for, for Pat, but that's not his fault. Um, I, I want to say like with these uh, teammate duos, 
was there anybody that leapt to mind that you're like, even if like they, they don't have to be real, like they, they can be non-sport, they can be fictional. Are there other duos that you would rather see uh, in the match? Jordan and Pippen. But right yeah, now. I feel like they want to kill each other <laughs> and their opponent. So it'd be like, let's let's beat our opponent and then let's murder each other uh, to see who's winning at the end. Let's get like uh, Yao Ming and Muggsy Bogues on a team together. Let's get Yao Ming and Shaq on a golf team together. I love that. Uh, I love that. I, Just big dude golf. Oh my gosh. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> the match plus. What about like big dudes playing little sports, you know, like big dudes playing ping pong? Would that be interesting? Is that something? It's, Sharks? It's is that pong? anything? <laughs> Big dude's playing chess. Big dude's playing chess. Short taint. Short taint green room. We just go to their green room and we're just like, is this something? Do you we'll feel pit- anything? No? We'll pitch okay. it out there, but we'll still pitch it. But is this good? Oh, Wait, I don't know. Is ping pong a small sport? I mean, small. I'm thinking like small paddle, small ball, but you got Yao Ming. So it looks like it's, I'm, I'm playing with the visual contrast, right? Uh, do you ever watch professional ping pong? Uh, when I scroll past it on Instagram in a reel. Okay. I actually watch it sometime and it's incredible. They have to take up so much space for one ping pong table because of the angles and the depths at which people can hit from. Uh, I think it's going to be the boringest match ever to put two not super mobile guys at ping pong. However, what about tag? Do you ever watch the professional tag? Again, like when I slide past it on reels, but that that is more. You didn't watch the Watt Brothers tag on whatever channel that was on Fox or something. Did not. I did not uh, get JJ and TJ uh, in their tag game. I, I missed that JJ, one. JJ, TJ, and Bobby. Who's the other? Listen, brother? Derek. I, oh, it is Derek Watt. He's Why is he not right? DJ? I mean, what are we doing here? Come on, guys. Come on, parents. What are we doing? What's wrong here? I yeah. I would like. I would like any kind of league. There should be like a big man league, like former centers. And it's just like the senior t- uh, tour, but it's like different sports. I feel like that. It's like Shaq right. versus that. All rumors are that he stole that from Steve Nash, but Shaq versus was awesome. Like, what's Yao Ming up to? I know he's like president of a basketball league and probably some kind of an ambas- ambassador. Great. I just need him back in my life, and now I want. Yeah. I want Yao Ming versus. I want that so freaking bad. He's such a nice guy. He is so good on on camera. Like, come Can on, I give you some good back. news. Yes. Don't with don't this writer strike, we're gonna get yeah. stuff like that. Like pros versus Joe's probably coming back. And I would love to see pros versus Joe's come back. Honestly, I would. You know what else I want to see come back is um, American Gladiators. Same. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Is the uh what was the ABC stars or just like us? No, the uh I want to say celebrity all stars, but where the stars would com- compete against each other. Oh and, like, Battle of the Network Stars? Yes. Yeah, see, there's like a battle of the streaming stars, I guess, maybe. But it's like sure battle of podcasters. I want Jason Bateman playing golf against Ryan Rosillo that you love. Oh, that that would be that would be not not very visually compelling, but it would be (laughs) I would be interested in it. I would like to see uh, like Ira Glass face off with Jason Bateman and be like, okay, okay, okay. Back to your original question. What'd be another good team teammate combo? Let's put Jason Bateman and Will Arnett on a golf team together against in, in one of these matches i think that's i mean i'm assuming they're pretty good because they talk like they're good right amazon amazon would just pay for that right they should they should have you've you got uh, you've got an into bezos you're you're on the, yeah. the network got him on speed dial he was feeding me uh uh saltines the other day when i was sick um the have you seen will arnett's new commercial i'm trying to remember what i don't even know what product is for my man looks like australia he, He's he's in like a crowd. He's like a, at a game, like a sporting event. But he looks like he's been made in a lab. He does not look like a real human being anymore. Like it almost looks like his features are tattooed on. Like he's got Roblox face almost. Like it is, it is not good for him. You know, <sighs> less is more. Will less is more. Your face, your choice, evidently. But ooh, ooh. I just I don't understand what people are going for sometimes. Like, but then you have the question: What is Tom Cruise doing? his hair is a problem right now. Cause it's real, like it's real long it, and wait, I don't know if he's hiding stuff. He's got, oh, he's hide hiding stuff. stuff, but this looks better than what some of the shots from before, you know, being de-aged and all that stuff in the, the new mission impossible over under 9.5 million. Shakira was paid to made it seem to make it seem like she was into Tom Cruise recently. I don't know what happened. What was this? 
they were they were just like videoed together. I guess at the Derby, you know, like they had they had plans, no. or they were like there together or something. Or was it at F one? I think it, yeah, you're right. It was in Miami. That's my bad. That's my bad. Personal foul. That's me. It's okay. Hey, did you see the tweet that you sent Andre and I? It's now it's since been deleted. No. Yeah, because uh, so you for context, you sent us a tweet about Brad Pitt is going to be driving. I, I guess like in an F one race as a part of the the movie they're filming. Can I do uh, this? You, please, I have no idea what I'm doing. Honestly, so okay. please. So the Lewis Hamilton is producing a movie that I think is being paid for by Apple and in partnership with many, many companies. One of them is Plan B, which is Brad Pitt's production company. Brad Pitt is starring in the movie, and he's like 59 years old or something. And then there, it's loosely based on Lewis Hamilton's life. Okay? Lewis Hamilton, very, very famous, very, very successful F1 driver. There is someone that's playing a young and up-and-coming driver, you know, supposed to be Lewis. And there have been multiple reports that Brad Pitt is going to drive an F2 car on track during races so that they have live footage. And then in post-production, they're going to turn the F2 car into an F1 car and make it look like a bigger car. There's also been reports that Brad Pitt has spent like a th- he's driven like over a thousand kilometers or a thousand hours or whatever it is at Paul Ricard, which is one of the tra- is the main track in France. I can't believe you're hanging in. I'm going as long as I can. I can't Listen, believe you're hanging in here with me. I just, I'm Brad, letting you cook. I'm just <laughs> letting you cook, man. Because this is uh, it's stunning to me the idea that Brad Pitt is going to be able to to drive in the same conditions with like some of these the uh, Andretti company, the Andretti company, a huge name in motorsport, cannot get a team into F1 and is having all kinds of problems. And there, and this production with Jerry Bruckheimer behind it is going to put couple of cars as the 11th team on track starting with Silverson for the rest of the season there's just no freaking way there is no freaking way that they're going to let two other drivers drive on track in F2 cars for the rest of the season as an 11th team that that's going to that's going to be insane it would be like adding Brad Pitt to the Patriots and allowing the Patriots to have a fifth wide receiver on the field at all times that is it'd just be, involved, but not involved. You know, it, that you it'd be like footage. Brad Pitt being a middle reliever during the world <laughs> series. Like, well, it, this reminded me of fever pitch with Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore, where they stormed the field after the Red Sox won for the first time. Incredible production scheduled by them. They had no idea that the Red Sox would actually win and they were still going to film them at games. And then they got on the field. That was not a good great movie, for the movie, but, not good yeah. for the experience of the fans uh, who are drinking it up. Yeah, so I don't know if it's just rumor. I don't know if that's been pulled back. But the tweet you referenced, um, I, I went to read more about it, and it was deleted. So I'm wondering, wondering wow, if that's just that's just a mirage. Who knows? Um, yeah, Thank you okay. for that F1 time. I mean, because this welcome. story is this story is obviously Brad Pitt related, which is the only reason it was allowed to be on air. But if that actually happens, I'm just going to watch the entire time with my mouth wide open. I, I just, I cannot imagine that actually happening. Verbal meme, the super strong masculine arms, um, like gripping hands. And uh, yours says F1, mine says Brad Pitt. You know, that's the commonality here. So, you know, it, it takes a village sometimes uh, to build a, bit, uh, build a bridge. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and wrap up here. Do our cameo close to the pin. Am I correct? We are tied at two. I believe so. We are tied at two. Okay. My, my notes as my notes as of April twenty first. Did we do one on the the draft? I don't think we did. We did not have one prepared. I think we did one though. On April twenty first, it was me one and you two. I have no recollection. None. Okay, I've got one or two. I'll go back and listen. Okay. Okay. So we are we're knotted up. We are uh, because of our conversation. Or you're, up, or you're up one. Yeah, maybe. Who, we actually have no idea what we are. Um, we are for the purposes of this cameo. We're going to use Wesley Snipes since we discussed white men can't jump. Um, so we'll be guessing his cameo price. And I think for just for context for the listener, if you want to play along at home, I think he was either recently imprisoned or is he can't currently he's on cameo so he can't be currently imprisoned let's just say um, money's an issue he could. For him, probably that'd be interesting if all of his cameo videos are f- from a cell but 
listen, uh, more power to him if you can. You know, I just don't know how that's going to work. But um, so we're guessing his number. One of the connections for me with Re- Wesley Snipes, other than like all the incredible movies that he's been in, um, like Major League and all that, and White Man Can't Jump, is he was in Blade. Big Blade guy, huh? And I definitely had a Jessica Biel phase. And Ooh, then we Ryan all Reynolds. Don't worry. And Ryan Reynolds was also in Blade. I think that they were both in maybe Blade Trinity or something. And I just really, really wanted that movie to work out. And gee, man, a Christmas did it not. Not a good situation, but it did like the Jessica Biel of it all. And Ryan Reynolds as like just the cool guy you want to be friends with, you know, uh, and then Wesley Snipes. And I'm just, I'm not, I've never been, I, you know, I think it's just, I'm not a vampire guy. Just not me. You know, I don't, I don't want to be at the vampires. I don't either. And I don't, I don't, not into zombies, but I think I'm going to go back and watch Blade Trinity. I just looked up the poster and Ryan Reynolds has terrible hair, which is incredible Mm. because he has great hair all the time and an incredible like zigzag goatee. Uh, I mean, I mean, beard. I think I might have to go back and watch that. Man, that might be a that might be an episode we do rewatch rewatch Blade and like just let people know <laughs> what happened. Blade Trinity. Okay, I've got my number. I'm gonna guess two twenty five and one thousand. I've got two ninety nine and five k. Survey says ah temporarily unavailable. <laughs> Bro, just take the page down if you're gonna do that. Come on, back to the drawing board. Okay, unfortunately, Wesley Snipes is not available. He is temporarily unavailable, so that will not work. So we're pivoting to Gata from Dave, a show that we really both love, but I cannot emphasize enough to watch out for episode two because it is a, it's not it's 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 messy. It's very messy. Okay, there's there's a couple episodes that are people aren't listening. I know they're listening. They're like whatever, 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 old man. You delicate sensibilities clutching your pearls. No, you're going to come back to me and be like, I should have listened. Because you're going to be changed forever if you watch that. Um, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna guess Gata, uh, one of his friend, one of Dave's friends on Dave, uh, his cameo number. I am going 100 for the cameo and 1,000 for the business. 75 and 1,000. Oh, interesting. Survey says, dang Gator, you can get him for 48 dollars. Well, I'm sorry, it's. 60 but they're doing like a special 20 percent off for a limited time so i don't know how we'll do that in the future i won either way yeah I, we just I always the original the, price the re, yeah the original um so you get that one business video is 60 well it's six thousand six hundred sixty dollars oh so don't love that do don't read not into that. love that don't read into that it's probably just the algorithm suggests still love it. gata <laughs> um, okay. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of the over under tier. Before we go, we'd like to encourage you to spread the word about the show by tweeting, Instagramming, or just talking about it out loud around other people, you know, it's the best way to help us out and get new listeners. And it makes you look like a genius because of what great taste you have. Uh, as always, I'm Ox. He's Jason. We'll see you next time. Bad, 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 bad.